This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, if you want to help us out, we are on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash seven lamb. That's the number seven L-A-M-B. And you can donate as little as a dollar a month and it all goes to helping create podcasts such as this one. Once again, that's patreon.com slash seven lamb, the number seven L-A-M-B. Seven Lamb Productions presents Atlas Avenue B Case 2 The Red Letter Part 2 The Proposal I couldn't believe this I was being arrested, and for what? Trying to make everything right? Why don't they just book Moses or Gandhi, too? It's like my second favorite rapper once said. Fuck the police. You'll stay in here until you rot. Or until I post bail. Well, yeah, that's the other option. Well, that's the one I'm going to pick. You're not gonna rot? No. God damn it! I took a seat on the concrete bench couldn't believe it. All of this could have been avoided if I just subdued Desmond Grant when I had the chance. Instead, I let him shoot me. Now I had a scar on my chest. A reminder. If the police don't find Grant, I will. Look at what's dragging in the cat. Oh, no. If it isn't famous Mr. Locke, Privet. I do fine. Hello, Vendel. The man who put me behind bars now finds himself behind the very same bars. Don't worry. I'll be getting out of here soon. That is what they all say. Who's all? The people who used to be in here. So they got out? Duh. Well, then they told the truth. I never called them liars. Yeah, but you worded it like it was something that didn't happen often. What do you mean? I said, I'll be out of here soon, and you said, well, that's what they all say. This is what they all say. I know, but when you say it like that, it makes it sound like they all say that. But it isn't true. You are confusing. It's your fault. Yet, it is your fault you put words on top of my mouth. What do you mean by that? You say, I will be out of here soon. I say, that is what they all say. You took that as, that is what they all say, but it is not true. I never said that. Thought that's what you meant. But it is not true. I say what I mean. I am man of my word. I would never lie. Oh, yeah. You don't lie. You just kill people. You killed my best friend. He was coming to kill me. That does not mean you have to kill him. That's exactly what that means. You know, Mr. Locke, in America you have to kill people to stay alive. But in Russia, you have to stay alive to kill. Heavy. What is? I'll help you carry it. No, that's not what I meant. Also, now who is not saying what they are meaning? Ugh. I spent the rest of the night in the cell with Vendel. I was able to make one phone call. I called Edith. She was on her way to post bail. 
You want to sing old Russian song while I cling my cup on bars? I don't know any old Russian songs. What about something from Pussy Riot? Not right now. Jimmy Jong, I can't believe this. Paul! The captain told me what happened. Don't worry, Jimmy Jong, we straightened the whole thing out. Really? Yep, let's get you out of there. Goodbye, Vendel. Do svidanya, Mr. Locke, until I see you again. I didn't know the captain would be so mad about you meddling. I wasn't meddling, Paul. I helped you guys solve that crime. Even so, you caused quite the amount of damage on Atlas Avenue. Oh, wait. Um, that'll be $50. What'll be $50? I just bailed you out. Are you serious? Come on, Jimmy Jong. If it weren't for me, you'd be rotting away in there. Edith is on her way right now to post bail. What about 30 bucks? Come on. I'm hurting for money. And this weekend is little Rebecca's birthday party. Oh, Jesus. Here. Much appreciated. By the way, you're invited to the party. Go ahead and uh, buy her something good. Like what? Ooh, ooh! She's always wanted a life-size standee of that Walt Whitman. Oh, that... Maybe that was my grandma who wanted the standee. Jeez, I always get them mixed up. Who, Walt Whitman and your grandmother? No, my grandma and my daughter. That's weird. No, what's really weird is when I get my wife and my son mixed up. <laughs> the stories I could tell. I don't ever want to hear those stories. We left the precinct and headed to Paul's car, which was on the corner. Anyway, you can get little Rebecca anything. A Barbie. A movie. Oh, wait. What about that new hot toy all the parents are scrambling for? I don't know what that is. That thing on the commercial. It's stretchy toy. Girls love it. You can fold it and tie it in a bow. Some even bend it into chair form and they can sit on it. I have no clue what you're talking about. Oh, what's it called? I'll just grab a Barbie. I think she'd really like this new toy if you can find it. It starts with a B. It's always green. It's always green? Yeah. And it lights up. But you can't get water on it. <laughs> like like Gizmo? Jimmy Jong, be serious. Wait. Can you buy a Gremlin? They sell those in pet stores? Paul, those are fictional. So... So, no, you can't buy those. I'm just going to get her a Barbie. Or you can get her a life-size standee of Walt Whitman. Paul, you just said that was your grandma. We just had this talk. Oh, shit, that's right. We reached Paul's car and hopped in. Paul called Edith on his cell and told her not to come. I instead met up with her at the office. Mr. J, are you okay? What did those fucking flatfoots do to you? Nothing. I'm fine, Edith. You spent time in the big house! You didn't escape, did you? Are you a fucking fugitive? Are you a badass now? Edith, Paul got me out. Everything's fine. There's just one rule now. I have to stay away from the O'Reillys. Good. Fuck that Natalie slut. Not just her, all of them. They don't want me interfering in official police business. Why did you scrunch your fingers like that? I was doing air quotes. Why? I was mocking official police business. You are a badass now. Edith. So no more Desmond Grant. We'll see about that. I still have some unfinished business with him. The monkey heart? The monkey heart. What about that other whore bag? Who? Julianne Good, the whore with the dead fiancé. Word around town is she's a total slut bag. 
Now, when you say around town, you mean around the office? Yep. So you think she's a total slutbag? Yep. Don't you think maybe you're just jumping to conclusions? Yep. The right ones. I don't feel like debating who is and who isn't a slutbag, so I let it go. Instead, I grabbed my things and took off for the day. I sat down on the old couch and grabbed a cigarette. I checked my coat but couldn't find my lighter. I got up and went to the kitchen over to the counter. I opened the top drawer and grabbed the gun-shaped lighter, Angela's present. This is where it would reside now. I would no longer carry it around with me. Didn't need another mishap. I lit the cigarette and took a puff. This night would end with a cigarette, a glass of scotch, a Valium, and a good Robert Mitchum pick. Yeah, maybe I'd squeeze one out. Not to Robert Mitchum, but... Oh, hell, I'd masturbate to Robert Mitchum. That guy's got it going on. I'm not gay, but, you know... It's fucking Robert Mitchum. I spent the next morning going through the rest of my messages. I also spent a good time reading the newspaper. As much as I needed to keep up to date on current events, I actually hated reading the newspaper. The articles were always so horribly written. At 11.30, I called Miss Julianne Good. Miss Good? It is. I was wondering if you'd like to grab lunch. I'm in the middle of filming at the moment. Oh? Perhaps one. We should wrap by then. Sure, that would work for me. Good. I shall see you then. Terry's Diner? Sorry, that diner, along with every diner, is beneath me. Really? Please, come to my house. I will have my cook make us something extravagant. And by extravagant, I mean really, really good and expensive. I know what extravagant means. My address is 121 Sunrise Boulevard. If you would like, I could have my driver pick you up. No need. I could take a cab. If it suits you. I shall see you shortly. I hung up and pondered. Filming? Sunrise Boulevard? I did read something in the paper today that said that Kenneth Heights was becoming a popular area for film. I grabbed the newspaper and flipped through. There it was. The headline read, Kenneth Heights is for film now. People like it. I don't know why I still read the Kenneth Heights Gazette. It had horrible writers. Regardless, I read the excerpt about the film industry. For those who may know, the film industry is here and it is new. People like that there is film here now... Hollywood is not the best anymore. Kenneth Heights is the best now. Jesus Christ, it's like a child wrote this. <sighs> I decided to continue. Hollywood is too expensive to live. People want to live where it isn't expensive. Kenneth Heights isn't expensive, so people move here and then film stuff, like movies and TV shows. 
They are celebrities. The people who film stuff are celebrities. They will live here sometimes. Oh, God, I can't do this. It's like reading a fucking Zodiac letter. Edith! Yeah, Mr. J? Cancel my subscription to the Gazette, please. That'll be 2460. I paid the cab driver and got out. It was 105. I was a tad late. Miss Julianne lived in a lavish mansion, but it was old, rustic, and somewhat creepy. It sat on top of a hill like the Bates Motel, with dead trees and tall brown grass covering the yard. I walked up to the cobblestone driveway and up to the front door. I knocked three times like Tony Orlando taught me. Of course, this wasn't a ceiling, but that was a dumbass lyric. That creaking old sound reminded me of the O'Reilly's estate. The door opened and revealed a bald, chubby man who appeared to be in his late forties. Hello, I am Sheldrake Von Wallen. You must be Mr. James Locke. Last time I checked. When was the last time you checked? Oh, uh, at least an hour ago. And? And I was still Mr. James Locke. That's good. I'm happy about it. Come in. Sorry about the twenty questions, but I'm a very cautious person. That's no problem. Wait, did you ask me twenty questions? I asked you two. So you still have eighteen more? I thought that was merely an expression. I wanted to test this guy, see what he was all about. You couldn't tell by looking at him, but he seemed astute and I felt as if he was reading me. I needed to make sure to keep the upper hand. I was the P.I. here. I don't think it's an expression. So it's a hard and fast rule. I believe so, and that was a question, so that means you have 17 more to ask me. Um, okay. Well, Miss Julianne Good is in her study. I'll let her know you have arrived. Good. And Mr. Wallen? Please, call me Sheldrake. Okay, Sheldrake. I'm going to need those final 17 questions at one point or another. I'm not a fan of people saying something and then following through. I'm fucking serious. The bald man kindly nodded and headed upstairs. I walked around the main hall and looked at all the large paintings, the finely crafted fireplace, the dusty chandelier. The old mansion was spacious, but cold. I ran my finger along the top of the fireplace, collecting a large amount of dust. I blew it away. In the corner of the room, there was something odd. What the? It was shit. There was shit in the corner. Oh, wait, no. It was a pair of black socks. From far away, it looked like shit. Mr. Locke, darling. I turned around to see Julianne at the top of the staircase. She was dressed in a thin red gown, her hair done up in a bun. She descended the staircase, sliding her hand along the banister. I'm so glad you could make it. You don't understand how important it is that you are here. I hope I can help. I'm sure you can. I've heard you're the best. Your reputation precedes you. That's very kind, but I'm just an ordinary man. And a mortal one. I heard you were in the hospital. Shot? Yes, shot in the chest. No. Would you care for a shot? Vodka, perhaps? 
Oh, sure. Sheldrake? Sheldrake! Julianne pulled out a bell and rang it for Sheldrake. He finally appeared at the top of the staircase. Miss Good? We would like some drinks. What can I get you, madam? Two shots of vodka and two glasses of our best water. I know we were supposed to eat, so Sheldrake here is preparing a fine roast. Do you eat meat? All the time. Good, good, good. Sheldrake, we'll be on the patio. And Sheldrake, 16 more. We sat on the patio, sipping shots and eating roast. Sheldrake, this was fantastic. Thank you, sir. He's a fantastic cook. It's the only reason I keep him around. (laughs) I tease, I tease. Can I get you anything else? I'm fine. And that makes 15 left. Would you care for another shot? No, I shouldn't drink anymore. No. I mean, would you care if someone shot you in the chest again? Oh, yeah, probably. It's amazing you are still at the job. It's what I was meant to do. Now, should we get to business? Please, let us finish eating first. Then we will get to it. I have a lot of information for you. And I also have a proposal. Oh, what's that? It's an offer for consideration. I know what a proposal is, but what is the proposal? My case is extremely important to me. I know you are probably a busy guy, but I need to find out about my fiancé as soon as possible. It's eating away at me. I want to offer you a deal, darling. I will pay you $100,000 right now. Right this instant. What's the catch? You stay here and live with me. Until you solve the case. Atlas Avenue Beat. Written by Robert M. Lamb. Edited by Dylan Whitehead. Starring... Jack Austin as Locke, Amy LeRae as Edith, Jose Caraballo as Paul, Brian Messick as Arthur, Gina Coyle as Julianne, Lucas Webley as Sheldrake and Dr. Doctor, and Stacey Patrone as Jane. Co-starring Robert M. Lamb, Alexander Dottie, Gareth Thomas, Hope Annis, Dylan Whitehead, Shannon McCarthy, Ricky Lehner, Shannon Lee, Seth York, Amber Simpson, Chris Davis, Ashley Cartesano, and Curtis Edwards. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Also, check out www.7lamb.com for other podcasts such as this one. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 7lampodcasts and on Twitter and Instagram at 7lampodcasts. This has been a 7 Lamb production.